Coming back from a vacation is fun, but it's not fun when one day into normal life you're already overwhelmed AF. And I'm going to help you out with that because there's a reason you're overwhelmed. Actually, <laughs> there's a few reasons. And I can actually help you switch those with one simple principle. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward with Amy show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward with Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. You know that feeling when you get back from a vacation and, you know, you had a great time, you spent so much time outside, you were so relaxed and maybe you still got some work done, but it was fine and, you know, it was stressful before you left, but you had a really great time and you're on that vacation, you're nearing the ends of the vacation, you're like, okay, when I get home, this is going to be amazing because I feel ready to tackle all the things and blah, blah, blah. And you go home, you're highly motivated and then bam hit by a bus, as Phoebe from Friends would say. <laughs> You're back and within a day you are overwhelmed AF. You don't know what to do first. You, Your vacation glow is already gone <laughs> down the drain. And um, you're just like, holy shit, what am I doing differently? And I am so overwhelmed. As we are nearing the month of September, I thought it would be useful to record this episode because a lot of people have this feeling, you know, um, after August and feel very overwhelmed in September. You might be listening to this at a later date. Also fine. I think this episode is for anyone who felt great or pretty good during a vacation and then comes back and then is instantly overwhelmed because I have a little trick that I'm going to teach you that you can use to, to be less overwhelmed after your vacation. And that trick is called mirroring your vacation behavior. So chances are, for example, that at home you watch a lot of Netflix, but when you were in Italy, maybe you went for a lot of walks and at home you might be in bed with your spouse with your phone and on vacation you guys sat outside with a glass of wine and looked at the stars and talked over different ideas. There's a big difference there and... It has nothing to do with your work, actually. It just might be that you have habits set up at home that don't match any of your vacation habits, but that don't necessarily have anything to do with it being vacation or a work week. So let's look at a few key things that you might be doing differently. Uh, I'm going to end with the habits specifically, but I'm going to start with some other stuff that also might be tripping you up um, when you're on a vacation versus when you are home. And the first thing might be your budget. So when you go on a vacation, for example, you book an all-in vacation or you go with friends, usually you have a budget set up. This might not be the fact for or the case for everyone, but it at least you've made decisions, you know, for example, I always eat out on vacation, I have breakfast in a hotel and then I go out for lunch and I go out for dinner, which obviously costs a lot of money, I also really love doing that, but that's the way I roll, whereas at home I have to make a ton of decisions, do I cook, do I not cook, do I order in, do I go out to eat, there's a lot more decisions, but I also have my budget set up and when you're leaving on a vacation you kind of know oh, I can afford this because I've saved up for it. Whereas when you are home, you might be in a constant financial stress because you don't have a budget set up. So the first step in mirroring your vacation behavior is I would say, let's make sure you have your budget set up. I have a couple of financial sheets that can help you do that in my fast forward shop, by the way. Um, but for now, just think about it. When you go 
on a vacation, you know, this is going to cost me that much and I'm going to spend that much and I have this cash and all of that is good. And at home, you're constantly just making decisions back and forth and you are stressing out about money. So make sure that you have a budget set up for yourself and you know what's coming in and what is going out. The second part has to do with clarity. Um, And this is the main reason people get overwhelmed is because they don't know what their priorities are. I have this too. I still get overwhelmed at times. um, And I know that that usually means that I don't know what my priorities are because when everything is a priority, nothing is a priority anymore. When everything is important, then nothing is important anymore and you are just unhappy. (laughs) So on vacation, you know, oh, the plan is we're going to just do nothing all day and then that's the priority or you're worried, you know, I do this with my parents when we are somewhere, we're like, when we are having our morning coffee, we're talking about where should we go for lunch? And we're always joking like, oh, tough life, you know, the the only decisions we need to make is where we're going for lunch. There's a lot of clarity there. We know we're just lounging and then we're eating. At home, again, you don't know what's happening first. So make sure that you have clarity in your days. Today, I have a busy day. I am a little bit high strung. I'm not going to lie about that, that, but I have it very well planned out. So I know what my priorities are. I know what I'm doing when, and I'm just sticking to the schedule and I'm getting it done. Whereas when you wake up and I had a day like this yesterday, when you kind of want to do a lot of stuff, but you don't really have a plan, then you're probably going to end up being overwhelmed and not having done that much. So maybe clarity and planning go hand in hand. Make sure you have it planned out. You wouldn't kind of wing it the day you're leaving for your vacation either. You would also say, okay, we're leaving at 6 a.m. We're driving there. It's a 1,000 kilometer drive. We should arrive by 6 p.m. And then we're checking in between 6 and 7. You would probably let the hotel know about that fact. I'm very much aware that I'm speaking from my hotel life experience. But that's kind of how it works. You would make a plan because you have a lot to do and you have to travel 1,000 kilometers. But all of us, we're like, oh, I have to travel a figurative 1,000 kilometers in my business because I have so much to do. I'll just sit down and grind. No, make a plan. So what I do, for example, to do this is when I have a lot of tasks to complete, I assign types to my tasks. So I know these are all creation tasks. These are all busy buffer tasks, like admin stuff, calling people back, getting back to someone. Uh, These are strategy tasks. These are decisions I need to make. And I kind of just like cluster them together so that I have a plan. So, you know, when you are you know, driving through the mountains, driving by the water, driving a a long piece, driving through the night, you got to have a plan so that you can make sure you're putting in all of the miles in your business. So the first step where we wanted to mirror our vacation behavior was having a budget and having our finances, um, you know, set up. Uh, The second step was clarity and planning. The third part is chances are when you're on a vacation, you're not really doing things you don't want to (laughs) do. So I don't like going to museum. Uh, my best friend loves going to museum, and I never really learned how to do museum. She also told me last week she thinks I might have ADHD, which is a very new fact that, I mean, I've never, I don't know how you figure out how if you have ADHD, but I was like, don't think so, but okay. Anywho, uh, has nothing to do with what I was going to say, but in a museum, I just get distracted. I just get bored really quickly. So, I would never choose to go to a museum on vacation, maybe once every few days. I would much prefer to be outside in nature. But at home, you might be doing the equivalent of doing of, or of visiting museum. You might be doing a lot of stuff that you don't want to be doing, which is kind of your zone of genius. So I don't like admin. 
Um, if I would spend all of my weeks doing admin, I would be burned out really, really quickly. But I want to make sure that I'm working according to my zone of genius, according to my disk profile. Uh, by the way, I have a full episode about how I planned my work weeks and optimize my work-life balance with the disk and insights profile. So you can go to episode 121 uh, if you want to know about that. So that's a disk profile and now I've used that to optimize my weeks. If you want to know how you can get more energy out of your weeks and work more in your zone of genius all the time and use it for your communication as well, that's episode 121. And by the way, you, you need to know that um, every episode that we record also has a blog article with a recap. So maybe you are listening, but you want to read the recap later or you want to forward this to a friend or you want to listen to that other episode anytime you go to fastfruitamy.com forward slash number of the episode you find the article of the episode in this case 121 or in the case of the episode we're listening to this is 146 so that will help you find everything so on a vacation you wouldn't do something you would hate like i love talking about ideas going for walks reading creative stuff I dislike admin stuff. I'm also not spending my vacation doing that. But in your daily work days, you might be pushing it too far. Obviously, at home, we have to do some more stuff we don't like doing. But it might be that you're just fully not working within your energy. I'm thinking, so like a downside of my vacations is sometimes I get overstimulated because I'm around too many people. And at home, I'm better at... Um, being by myself sometimes. So this is the flip side of something that's kind of the same thing. Maybe you are more introverted and you get to do that on vacation, whereas at home there's always people around you. Can you mirror that behavior and can you find more time for yourself, for example, by going for walks by yourself? Because you noticed that that was really useful on vacation. So mirroring your needs, your behavior of like extroverted, introverted, creative versus admin tasks... Chances are that when you have more time, when the, temp, the the pace is a little bit lower on vacation, you have more time to really feel like, do I want to do this? So when you're waking up, look at your day and think, do I want to do this? Do I want to tackle this day? Do I feel happy I get to do these things? Because that's kind of the goal of being an entrepreneur is that you want to do the things that you, you're going to be doing, right? Um, that's a good tip for me. Maybe it also has to do with the people. You know, that was not one of the things on my list, but I'm going to add it right now. What about the people? You're probably on a vacation with people you love because otherwise you wouldn't spend money on going on a trip with them. But what about the people you're spending your days with right now? Do you hate your coworkers? Do you not like your team? Do you not like your clients? That might be one of the reason why, reasons why your energy is leaking away so fast when you get back home. And the next part is your natural rhythm. So... I speak for myself when I say I am a morning person, but I do um, push it too far at times. So I'll be like, I'll wake up at six. But you know what? Seven is fine. And when I am somewhere else, even when I'm recharging in the sunshine and I go to bed on time, my natural rhythm is actually waking up at eight. So I continuously force myself to wake up at seven. I'm still trying to make it work, guys. Don't tell me I need to just put an alarm clock later, but I like waking up at seven, having the morning to myself and then working out at eight and then getting ready for work. And on vacation, I noticed that I actually sleep in a little bit later and then I have a little bit of a slower pace. So maybe at home, and I know this for a fact, I would also like a slower pace. So I've started adjusting my natural rhythm at home where I'm usually left alone, quote unquote, 
uh, in the morning so I can kind of do it at a slower pace. This also means maybe I do wake up early, but I will always take an hour to just get dressed and eat. Um, and then I'll start doing something, you know, work or workout or whatever. I never put an alarm clock half an hour before I need to do something because I know it just doesn't work for me. So it might be that there's a natural rhythm in there for you too. Um, find a rhythm that works for you. Not everyone is a morning person. Maybe you really like working at night, then find a way to make that work for you. Which brings us to overall habits. And I want to talk about those big habits. But before I do that, I want to say that you might be listening to me. You're like, Amy, such good points, but I need cash to do that. I can't even go on vacation. What are you talking about? I need to make sure I have my income because otherwise I am working myself into the ground every day at 6 a.m. Well, I have really good news for you because I've created a thing where we look at 10 ways to increase your income streams. And it's actually a training I'm hosting on on how you, on 10 ways that you can increase, increase your, well, I'm not making any sense. I'm not editing this out. I'm just going to keep going and keep talking. <laughs> um, 10 ways to 10x your income is basically the training. And I want to show you how without necessarily doing things wildly different or switching sectors or whatever, you can still increase your income streams. Um, because when you are making more money, it's obviously going to be easier to mirror that vacation behavior or to take more trips. So if you're interested in that, I'm only hosting it uh, twice. So it's very limited. Um, this one is in Dutch, I think. Uh, yeah, it is actually in Dutch. And you can join it through fastforwardamy.com forward slash 10 income streams. So that's one O income streams and I'll link it in the description but I really recommend you go and, and check out the training because it's going to be live with me it's very valuable and I'm going to teach you 10 ways you can increase your cash flow basically which brings us to overall habits and this is where the uncomfortable truth comes in when you get home from a vacation you're like oh my god I'm anxious as fuck well Okay, let's look at what you've actually changed. What did you do on vacation versus what are you doing at home? One, more vitamin D. You were outside more. You know, apply whatever is relevant for you. You spent more time outside, so you saw the sunshine more. Maybe you were swimming, so there was more physical activity. You went for more walks, more physical activity. Less time on your phone, more time reading. No watching TV because you didn't have a TV or you couldn't understand the language. Less time drinking coffee. So for example, for me, I really noticed this when I'm in Italy, I'll drink a coffee with my breakfast. When I'm home, every time I have a break and like a work break, I'll go downstairs, go to my kitchen, fire up the coffee machine and drink a coffee. It's because that's my work break, but I'm just, you know, chugging coffee, <laughs> which I'm not doing when I'm lying in the sunshine and thinking, oh, I'm thirsty. I need some water. There's... A lot of tiny differences and maybe there's some things that are true in the opposite way, to, way as well maybe there are things that you really miss when you're on vacation for example I really missed my morning routine and my structure from at home okay so let's see how you can combine the best of both worlds is it drinking less coffee is it breaking certain triggers of habits like um, maybe not drinking coffee drinking more water going for more walks at the end of the day after dinner maybe you plop you know you after dinner you go and sit down on the couch and you watch Netflix. Whereas when you're on vacation, maybe you would walk somewhere uh, with your partner. Can you incorporate that maybe with your kids? Um, could all be really useful. So the thing is, maybe you did some work on vacation, but you were working on the stuff that was really, really important and maybe also urgent. So the things that were urgent, you got it done. Okay, other stuff, 
you put in a placeholder, you were like, I'll do it when I get back. And you mainly did the things that, that were actually really, really important. Or you thought about the really important strategic stuff and you only did the really important and urgent stuff. When you are home, if you're being really honest with yourself, how much time do you spend on doing things that feel important and busy but aren't really? So this could be your communication channels, checking your messages many times a day, checking your emails many times a day, opening, I don't know, your bank app. Um, for me, that could be like my Slack channels, overall communication. I hate to break it to you, but it's because you're kind of addicted to the dopamine and it's because you don't have more fun stuff to do. So I've recently kind of fallen in love with someone and he makes it so much fun to spend time with him and I forget about my phone. But when I'm not happy, I spend a lot of time on my phone. So maybe when you're on vacation, you're having so much fun. So you're not checking the busy stuff. You're not getting the tiny dopamine hits. But when you're home, you might not be really excited about your work, which is why you're kind of distracting yourself and doing more of the irrelevant stuff or spending a lot more time on the irrelevant stuff. So challenge your thinking and look at, okay, on vacation, I seem to manage all the things in half an hour, an hour a day. Uh, maybe you don't work at all, also good. But I know, for example, for me, I was gone for five weeks and I just, it wasn't a full vacation for me. Um, it wasn't a fully time off. I just decided, you know, I want to work from anywhere, but I'm going to minimize working. So often that meant half an hour or an hour in the morning on my laptop doing the most important stuff. Or even on my phone, I didn't even need my laptop that much, actually. And that was... I still got the important stuff done. I still managed to make programs for my coaching calls. I still managed to host my coaching calls and make content. And those are really big things for me. I did some phone calls. There's a lot of busy stuff that we do when we're home that we don't do when we don't have a lot of time. So maybe it's time to revisit that. Why then are we spending so much time on doing the tiny stuff that doesn't really make anything more productive or more successful, but it's just kind of giving you tiny dopamine hits. I am convinced that you did less of that stuff when you were on vacation. So I hope this episode challenged you. It challenged your way of thinking. I would love to know what you took away from this. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be just the daily habits of realizing like, oh yeah, I just really realized this. Like, oh, what's a really big difference between vacations and driving rallies or being home? Oh, it's my screen time on my phone, my TV, all of that. And now I've kind of... I've kind of just decided to not watch TV anymore. And I still have Netflix. I might even cancel it at some point. Maybe once in a blue moon, I'll watch uh, something on Netflix. But now I've challenged myself to also just read on the couch instead of just in my bed. These are tiny changes that can make a really big difference. I think especially for your mental health, uh, I'm going to point it out. Because I think being so overwhelmed and drowning right after your vacation is not the life we want to be living. That's not the foster way of doing things. We want to, you know, help people build a life that they don't want to take a vacation from. And I think some of these things, these things are really going to help you with that. So I would say good luck. Let me know what you took away from this episode. I hope it was useful. Please do share it with a friend. Maybe have someone who got back from vacation or who's going to be coming back. Maybe they would love to listen to this episode because maybe you're still gone. And it's, it's really nice to now think about what do you want to take with you from your vacation. So this is my challenge today. I'm also going to be posting this on my Instagram on the day that we're releasing this. What do you want to take away with you? Uh, from your vacation. Um, 
I'm guessing, well, I'm going to choose coffee with coffee. But I am going to go and get a coffee after this episode. This was the Fast Forward Amy Show. This was episode 146. You can find the written recap on my website. I hope you really liked it. And by the way, um, I'm launching my own freedom program, namely my business freedom elevator. And if you've been really craving to, you know, work on that passion to reach financial independence, but you want to do it your own way, according to your own natural rhythm, that's exactly what we're going to be teaching you in the Business Freedom Elevator. It's the very last round. Um, it's the last time you can sign up for six months of coaching with me. So I would say don't miss out. Make sure you're on the waitlist through phosphoritamy.com forward slash elevator. See you there because doors are opening literally this Thursday, uh, September 1st, but everyone on the waitlist gets a pre-order access of 500 euros discount. There's only 100 spots for that, only 24 hours, and that is literally August 31st. So for everyone um, listening live, that means tomorrow is D-Day. If you have any questions about this, just shoot me a DM on Fast Forward Amy, and uh, hope to see you there. Bye! <laughs>